0: Hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and I am so glad that you joined us today. And uh, as I get ready and prepare for uh, this week's content, uh, I'm always encouraged uh, knowing that we have an opportunity to uh, sit and spend some time together uh, in front of the microphone as well as the blogs that we uh, produce. Uh, As you would know, um, uh, every Tuesday and every Friday, Jonathan makes sure that he's delivering. A podcast uh, to you that comes on usually at 7 o'clock, 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time here in uh, Utah. And then uh, we have our blogs that are published on Wednesday and Thursday. Regular, week in, week out. We try to deliver you consistent content that has a varied approach to living and establishing. And this week is going to be no different. I reached out to my friend uh, Susie. Uh, Susie is a... uh, a medical professional in Florida, and she has also got a black belt in Al-Anon. And this girl is such a wonderful friend to this program, this podcast, and of course to Laura and me uh, that uh, we have uh, become her friend uh, over time. Uh, I originally, for those of you who don't know, I originally met Susie when she reached out to me uh, probably three years ago anyway uh, regarding um Uh, a member of her family and her concern for this person. And things did not go well, to say the least, between me and this person, and oftentimes it doesn't. And really that's a sad commentary of addiction that um, everyone who does it to the best of their ability, again, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Um, So I know countless people who have followed the path and they are successful but there's more people who don't follow the path. And when you reach a certain degree of addiction and compulsion, uh, following the path 100% is critical to uh, long-term recovery. Certainly you can fool recovery for a while, but life catches up with us and we will relapse. And that's just the way that that is. So along the way, I admit Susie and again, it did not go well with this person that uh, she was uh, asking me to to assist. However, we became incredible friends in the process, and I'm so grateful for her and her mission and her recovery. So make sure I'm not sure if we're going to put her up on Wednesday or Thursday, but make sure you'll see Jonathan. Make sure that he puts it uh, there uh, that Susie is a contributor on that podcast. And listen to her insight because she comes across from the other side of the table um, in terms of her personal experience, not being a person addicted, but living with uh, and and coping with and trying to understand that person of addiction and then her healing along the way. It's interesting. There's a great parallel between what Susie needs to do to get well, as well as other members of Al-Anon and and uh, codependence as, as what I need to do, right? We need to clean house, we need to trust God, and we need to work with others. How we get there and the elements of that may be a little different, but by design, it's the same thing. And depending upon what side of the table you are coming from, that may have been your experience as well. So excited about this week's lineup, but today we're gonna talk about the power of understanding and then we're gonna uh, reach out into uh, the rest of the week and I hope you uh, tune in and that you that you share. Uh, subscribing is so important and sharing and going and logging on to our website at recoveryguide.org. I'll tell you, uh, when you search us, Google searches are so dependent upon going to the website and sharing and subscribing. Uh, and that is one of the ways we get promoted so much. And if you want to um, donate to our recovery movement at the end of this podcast, I'll have some information on how you can do that. Again, the power of understanding. Um, I love so many different authors out there. You know that as a Christian, I quote the word of God and I quote Christ, but I also quote Mahatma Gandhi and Zig Ziglar, and, and today is no different. Uh, uh, I'm going to quote uh, a giant of the personal power movement, uh, and that is Tony Robbins. And if you have not listened to much of Tony Robbins and Um, developed some of his concept Uh, I really invite you to do that Uh, uh, another great cat out there if you're looking for another recommendation is this guy named Jay Shetty s-h-e-t-t-y and Jay has a podcast I think the world's most popular podcast um, and it's called On Purpose and if you know anything about recovery we are doing things on purpose right and 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 I and I love step two. Step two says came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. So if insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, then sanity is that life we live on purpose and expecting the same result. And and Tony Robbins, let me get back to them because you know me, I'll chase a rabbit <laughs> and I may not come back to the trail. Uh, so the power of understanding. Tony had this great quote, and I mentioned it a couple months ago, and we're going to dig a little deeper on it today. Tony says, I've come to believe that all my past failure and frustration were actually laying the foundation for the understandings that have created the new level of living I now enjoy. What an impacting statement. What an incredibly fresh perspective. Did that resonate with you the way it has for me? And I wanted to wait a little bit when I was first introduced to this particular quote. I wanted it to resonate with me and process through me so that when I presented it to you in a podcast, I would uh, have a little bit more understanding. Again, there's that word. And and processing for me that I could better articulate it to you. So I'm going to read it again, and then we're going to move forward with today's information. Once again, I've come to believe that all, an absolute there, all my past failure and frustration, I love how those are not plurals, failure and frustration were actually laying the foundation for the understandings that have created the new level of living I now enjoy. He's enjoying the way he's living. Do you enjoy the way you live? I mean, I, I understand we, we all have our bumps and bruises and things we would hope to be a little different. That That's why we have that ten step at the end of every day where we continue to take personal inventory. And when we were wrong, we promptly admitted it. But overall, I enjoy the level of living today. I truly do. Uh, again, am I in God's waiting room for certain things? Sure I am. I mean, we just, we, we just call that life. You know, you tell me a person who's not uh, waiting for things to get better and I'll tell you a person who will lie about other things as well. But these past failures and frustration, they were actually laying the foundation for the understandings that have created. It did it all its own. Understanding creates the new level of living I now enjoy. Again, by the man, the myth, the legend, Tony Robbins. Go check him out when you have uh, opportunity. So here's the deal. When I considered this quote at first, when I first went to process it, I was a little conflicted because I believed everything, everything needed to be dismissed so I could build a fresh and a new. Do you ever think that way? Where it's clear away the wreckage of your past, right? Give freely of what you find join us. But we're clearing away almost like a clear field where you go in and you do a clear cut, and you remove the stumps and you remove everything so you can have a level foundation to build off of. You know, we can do that to a degree, but Tony talks about, remembering the past failure and frustration. And and even the 12 steps in the plan of recovery, Bill Wilson writes, we don't regret the past, nor do we wish to shut the door on it. So I think this is in real alignment. You know, um, even the Apostle Paul in the Bible would talk about, and even the great prophets of the Old Testament talk about recounting their previous life experiences So they could learn to be that better person today. Again, enjoying that new level of living and also instruct others. And we do that so often in 12-step where we share our experience, strength, and hope with each other. Well, what is my experience? My experience is my past failure and my frustrations. So I can then say, I understand where you're at. And it's a great point of relation. So even though I, in the beginning I was conflicted with this, once I understood a little bit more and I dug a little bit deeper, which is always a good thing for me, um, and and I've shared this before. You know, there's this thing called pride that will often invite me to reject things I don't understand because it may go against what I say I believe or where I've driven my stake down on on a particular commitment or doctrine. When I I reject something quickly, it usually means I have to look at it more deeply because it usually means that it's pride that is rejecting it. As, As Bill Wilson would write, contempt prior to investigation is a bar against all information and will lead to everlasting ignorance. So I'm very careful. So upon further examination, I really do believe that my past failure and frustration drove me to be willing to do anything necessary to never go back to that way of living. And I think that therein lies the importance of step one. With every position we are in, I had this wonderful uh, evangelist friend uh, named John Nordstrom. And John used to say in terms of evangelism, and and, and you'll understand the monotheistic religions of the world will teach this in one form or another. John would say, we have to get them lost before we can get them saved. In other words, you have to realize that you are empty before you would ever consider being filled. Because if you're not emptied and you don't feel like your life is full of frustration and failure, why would you want a plan that is given itself to success and ease of mind and comfort? You you wouldn't do it. And so understanding my past failure and frustration really is the foundation, it's the bedrock to moving forward. Furthermore, understanding this really gives me a sense of gratitude when I would contrast and compare where I was, where I came to, where I am, and where I could end up. Does that make sense to you? I love a compare and contrast. One of the things with gratitude that I really work with individuals in a in a coaching, a sober, and a life coaching relationship. One of the first things I would always recommend that a person does, and I actually shared this with a, with a friend of mine today, uh, Jane, on um, uh, Instagram. And and my friend was sharing with me some frustrations she has had recently, and I said. I completely understand. I share those frustrations, uh, but let's use this as an opportunity to celebrate God and our understanding of God and where God has brought us to. Let's sort of shift the focus, right? And so when when I look at these past failures and frustrations and then I compare and contrast that to where I am today, I'm ultimately led to a sense of gratitude. And until I see the gratitude of where I am today, um, it's not going to motivate me to move forward and to do more. Because if there's nothing in it for me, why would I do it? Right? I tell people often, I'm so glad that when I first came to recovery, I ran into a group of people that said, if you do these things, your life will not just get marginally better. I love where it talks about we will be Rocketed into another dimension, we will be catapulted, and I love that, don't you? You know why settle for good when you can have the best, right? Remember, in my one of my recent podcasts, it was we claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. That's very true, and I do that. I'm I'm more than happy to claim progress, spiritual progress. But that doesn't mean I don't strive for perfection. I set my mark as high as possible. And if you ever go back and do anything goal setting with Zig Ziglar or any other, uh, any of the other goal gurus, they will tell you that a goal needs to be written, it needs to be measurable, it needs to be achievable, but it also needs to stretch us. It needs to be a mechanism for growth, not something that we can hit uh, running at 50% speed. One of the key elements to Tony's quote is understanding. I really like laying the foundation for the understandings that I have created this new level of living I now enjoy. Understanding is a very important word. In the Bible... Uh, an Old Testament verse says that wisdom is the principal thing. I think it's Proverbs chapter one, verse seven. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. That's a powerful. We just think wisdom. The principal thing is Principle is the most important, the number one thing. So wisdom is the most important thing. But without understanding, how can we apply it? Wisdom is knowing what to do. Understanding is how do I implement it? How do I make it real in my life? How do I own it? That's the understanding that comes into play, in my opinion. Understanding is a necessary component to clarity. Now, I employ my understanding and clarity to deepen my sense of purpose, acknowledgement, and fulfillment. Do you do that? Do you do you employ them? Do you reason with them? Do you call upon them? Does your, does your understanding and your clarity, does it really do that? Does it deepen your sense of purpose? It it does for me. When I understand or when I'm clear about, when I have a a good conscience, a good mindset on my sense of purpose, my personal acknowledgement, and what's being fulfilled in my life, uh, they, they really go hand in hand. So let's take a few minutes here to look at what understanding is and how it adds to me as a person of recovery. And by the way, as usual, Jonathan will make sure that these notes are published uh, in the bottom of the podcast. So whether you're going to your favorite podcast channel, uh, you know, Apple or iHeartRadio or Spotify, you can go to my uh, website, recoveryguy.org under podcast and find out all the channels that we are on and then subscribe to them. But Jonathan will make sure that these notes are there. So... Here's understanding. Understanding is defined as, and I'll I'll run through these and then I'll walk back through them and touch them a little bit more deeply. The mental process of a person who comprehends. It is personal interpretation. It is intellectual faculties. I love this next one. Superior power of discernment, enlightened intelligence, knowledge of or familiarity with a particular thing. And then finally, Dictionary.com says, it is a skill in dealing with or handling something. I love each one of these. Let's walk back through them quickly and see how they sort of add to our understanding and our clarity that once again is going to deepen that sense of purpose, acknowledgement, and fulfillment. So the mental process of a person who comprehends. You know, back in my addictive state, whether it was behavior or whether it was substance, there wasn't a lot of thought. Did do you ever, Do you ever have a family member or a loved one who's so frustrated with us and they see what we're doing and they look at us and they say, what were you thinking when you gambled that paycheck? What were you thinking when you had that other drink that got you the DUI? What were you thinking when you were so high you said this or you said that or you didn't say this or you didn't say that? What were you thinking when you didn't show up for your daughter's birthday? Sadly, these are all things that I have done. What were you thinking when you went out for milk on Sunday, didn't show back up until Tuesday? There was really not a mental process because there was no understanding. There was was nothing to comprehend because my life made no sense. So I come into recovery and now with my understanding, I have a mental process as a person who comprehends, who understands the direction that my life is going. And I hope that is true for you. And if it's not, let me know and we'll have that conversation. Understanding is also a personal interpretation. I love that because when I when I read something like by by Tony or or Zig Ziglar or Napoleon Hill or Stephen Covey or From the Word of God or, or Gandhi or or the Kalidasa with look to this day, I mean when 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 I Take those things in or something my sponsor Will will tell me. What is my personal interpretation? When I read the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, I know there's certain things I need to take verbatim, but what does it mean to me? How do I process that? How does that play out in my life, right? How do I employ that to create this new level of living I now enjoy? I have to have a personal interpretation of what my past failure and frustration was in order for it to lay the foundation for my new understanding that does create that level of living I now enjoy. Personal interpretation is a big deal. We can um, agree on what something does, but how we interpret what it does or how we get there can be different and there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. That calls for a great conversation. The next one is really great intellectual faculties. <laughs> I never considered myself to be a very intellectual person because, once again, I was so emotional. One of the great things that um, Father Martin talks about uh, in his Chalk Talk, and again, if you've never listened to it, go just Google it Father Martin Chalk Talk. It is mind blowing. I've said it before, I'll say it again, and I'll always say it to this day. It is the greatest talk on addiction and alcoholism that I've ever heard from any professor in getting my degree to any study, to any treatment center, to anything I've ever read. Chalk Talk is by far the most informed in depth and understanding of any talk on addiction I have ever heard in my 34 plus years. And if you enjoy it half as much as I have, Uh, it will will mind blow you. So, Father Martin talks about I over E, which is intellect over emotion. And then when you add alcohol or drugs or food or whatever that behavior or substance is, it gets us sidetracked and the formula flips to E over I. Emotion rules intellect. In other words, I know what I'm supposed to do, but this is how I feel. So now we come into recovery and we remove that substance, we remove that behavior, now we can revert the formula back. Now we are dealing with life intellectually. I know how I feel, but this is what I should do. So there's an intellectual faculty to understanding that plays itself out in our life. The next one, of course, I said I like this one the best, maybe because it has to do with superior power. And I was powerless, right? I was powerless over alcohol and drugs and everything else. And my life had become unmanageable. So now I get to step 11 where I sought to prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood God, praying only for the power, the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. I have power. And because it's power from God, as I understand God, it's superior power. It is the best power. And what kind of power is it? It is discernment. Understanding is discernment. I know how to break it down. I know what it means. It's not a jumbled mess. It is enlightened intelligence. Isn't that beautiful? Enlightenment is a spiritual understanding. Intelligence is how the mind works. So it's where the yin meets the yang, right? It's the push the pull. It is is man and his spirit coming together to unite to have the superior power of discernment based on enlightened intelligence. (laughs) If that doesn't excite you, we need to wake you up. You need a little bit more coffee, something. Jog around the block because this stuff is so powerful and go check out more by Tony and see what else he says about this same topic. So it's superior power of discernment, which leads to enlightened intelligence, according to Dictionary.com. With what understanding, which is the point of Tony's um, quote, is according to my understanding of that. There's so much more we can pull on that. It would it would spend hours. It's it's breakout sessions. It's workshops. It's a seminar, which of course he is a master of. So the next one is the knowledge of our the knowledge of or familiarity with a particular thing. So as we go through recovery, and we learn more about recovery topics, recovery techniques, we learn more about the steps, we learn more about God, we learn more about the power of unity, we learn more about the the fellowship and how we can help others as we are being helped. We're learning about particular things such as defects of character or shortcomings in six and seven, right? Right. We're learning particular things on how to make amends based on who we harmed, right? It's knowledge of or familiarity with a particular thing. And whatever particular thing is really doesn't matter. It's laying the foundation. It's knowledge, right? Knowledge is critical. Knowledge and wisdom go hand in hand kind of like dot to dot right we need these things in our life knowledge to understand to know the Bible says in 1st Peter chapter 3 verse 7 it's really my life verse for my marriage Uh, as as so many of you know there was a time where the first three years of my marriage thank God Laura was committed to staying in the marriage she might have left me I was clean I was sober I wasn't a bad guy I just didn't know how to minister to her coming from two failed marriages, failed upbringing in terms of how a marriage, a healthy marriage was modeled to me. I didn't know that I need to be sensitive. I didn't know how to be caring. I, I didn't have that knowledge. But but 1 Peter 3, 7, it says, Husbands, dwell with your wives according to knowledge. There is a knowing. I need to know about my plan of recovery just like I need to know about Laura because then when I know about her, then that allows that understanding to take place and now we can have an elevated marriage, which we certainly do. If you know anything about Laura and me, if you follow me on recovery underscore guy or listen to my podcast or look at me on Facebook, uh, we are so blessed. Over 32 years together and it's unbelievable how how incredible growth we're involved with within our marriage. But that comes from knowledge. Knowledge of or familiarity with a particular thing. And, and it's really part of my recovery. And it can be part of yours as well. We'll talk more about relationships later. And finally, it is a skill in dealing with or handling something. That is a real generic statement because all the things that we have to handle and deal with within our recovery, there's, there's too many to count. And a lot of times we don't know them. If you would have told me that I'd be dealing with the things today, 30, you know, 33, 34 years ago, I might've given up, right? But no, I develop a skill along the way. And that's the beauty of this thing. We did not get sick in a vacuum and we do not get well overnight. We develop a skill as we deal with things and as we learn how to handle them. That comes with understanding. We, we can even have past failures. We can even have failures and frustrations along the way. It's not just talking about the ones that led us to saying, I need help, I can't do this, I need to find another way. But we will fail and we will have frustrations along our way. But we develop a skill in dealing with them as something becomes more familiar to us and we learn how to handle it better. Does this help? I really hope it does, because I'm I'm energized. I gosh, I love this stuff so much. And I'm so glad that you are a part of what we're doing here at Recovery Guy. Everything I I I'm trying to teach, I'm trying to learn. It's not somebody at a microphone saying you should do this and you should do that. Folks, I drank the Kool-Aid a long time ago, and 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 I haven't put it down. I want to drink more I get more thirsty along the way as you know my middle name is more I really believe that these attributes of understanding gives us the power to lay the foundation to the new life we are living and I hope and I pray that you have found this to be true for you just uh, the day before yesterday I was uh, on the phone with my sponsor and dear friend, Slow Will, over 40 years of personal recovery, And, and we were talking about recovery in the big book. You know, it says in chapter five, it says, we beg of you to be fearless and thorough from the very start. That's not a suggestion. I don't wish you could do this. I'm not asking you. I'm not saying it's probably a good idea. I'm begging you because i know what the alternative is i understand your misery i understand your pain i understand your loss i understand your frustration so i beg of you to be fearless and thorough from the very start to find understanding and understand what that power is and then and then live that power get elevated learn how to create that new level of living that Tony says he enjoys and I enjoy it as well. I want to thank you so much for listening to Recovery Guy podcast and continuing to subscribe. Go to patreon.com forward slash recovery guy. Consider giving monthly to this recovery mission. If you want to give a one-time donation, please go to Venmo at Robert hyphen pardon hyphen three and give a one-time donation. Everything that comes in, allows me to do more for others who aren't in a position to afford a life or sober coach you know there's certain people who contract with me and and I charge them a regular fee there's some people who just need help and I make myself so available to these people through recovery underscore guide Instagram you know on Instagram if you ever DM me I will always get back to you it's not about dollars but it does take dollars to to keep this ministry afloat, to keep this recovery movement, to keep me on the air, to give me the time that I need to develop the content, you know, and, and to allow Jonathan to do what he does and to Pablo to do what he does and my daughter Jane with her assistant social media and through my son Rob and phone sites and the other things that we're trying to do to reach the masses with this message of recovery and help. Thank you so much for being a part of who we are and what we do and as always my name is Robert and I am The Recovery Guy.